0: Podcast All right. Welcome to Seishura I am Scoop i Um Jim Jam. And now that the year is officially winding down, we thought we'd do something fun. We've been we've been you know an idea we've been throwing around for a while is yeah. discussing the Tony Hawk Pro Skater series soundtracks among um, other things today but uh of all the places to discover music this was actually a very um common one for me back in the day there, yeah, there are, you know a number of artists uh this is the first time i uh really got into primus way way back in the day with the first Pro skater <laughs> game um with jerry's a race car driver um which is you know one of my favorite primus songs still Dog and then, will hunt yeah and there's, there's a lot of uh a lot of great punk bands and whatnot. I think I think uh, my love of AFI was 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 turned up a little bit on either the second or the third. It was, it was the third one. The third yeah. one
1: has um has that side. The, the, like the boy, the boy who, the world. yeah,
0: yeah. Um, so yeah, like along the way, it's just because I always at one point I, my dream was to be a pro skater. Obviously, that dream is. You know, Are you seriously? Yeah, yeah. Honestly, part of me I wanted to. I got into skate. I was pretty good at the fundamentals, but not anything that would warrant being an skate video or being sponsored to do anything (laughs) but it was it was you know a boy can dream
1: yeah no i i I get you so you know i i don't know if i've said this before on earlier episodes of of this podcast but i actually when when i first played tony hawk uh i had the first one and my dad wouldn't let me listen to the soundtrack to it (laughs) because um i think they were always edited though right no uh so they, if the opening credit song for the first pro skater is a uh, police truck by dead Kennedys uh. and um, my dad, like, I think he heard just ass something like that, you know, it's a kick in the ass <laughs> yes. uh, it, it, and he was like, no, <laughs> no. And, just, and no. so like that, that was that I, I couldn't, I couldn't listen to the soundtrack. And so it wasn't like until like later on that I got to listen to that one. And really I, the third one is the one I remember the most um just because i i played the third one so often that i i pretty much know every single track on the soundtrack (laughs) like by heart but (laughs) i i totally get what you mean by like you know sort of discovering music through it because like this was like the first time i'd ever i mean like like police Struck was the first dead kennedy song i ever heard yeah you know that's such Um, a great song yeah it is a great song it's a it's it's a really disturbing song but it's really good yeah um there's a couple other really, really great ones on the first. Ser- oh, I was yeah, the Goldfinger, uh Superman. Oh, I, lo- I, I listened <laughs> to that song so many times. I've had that stuck um, in my head all morning. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just like in the show. I'm just like, and here I am, getting older I, all the time. <laughs> that, that was
0: back when I was so. I used to be hugely into ska. Yeah. Um, and it, that that was one of the songs. I remember I had my old iPod Shuffle. And that was one of the songs I would have on there. Any time, like, you know, because you didn't have a screen with the original one.
1: Oh yeah. Anytime
0: it come on, I would just be like, so I get so amped on the school bus. Dun, so, nah, 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 oh,
1: nah, nah. that's so Dun, great. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> yeah, there's some really great tracks on like the first one, but in the second one too. You know what's actually so weird? Little thing, um, you know that. So that, that Anthrax and uh, Public Enemy. Collaboration of Bring the Noise. Yeah. Uh, that That's on the second Pro Skater soundtrack. And I mm-hmm. actually had never listened to this song until like just the other day when I was. Really? Seven, when, yeah. Which is really weird because it, it's like such a huge, you know, song when it comes to like fusing hip hop and metal. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and like, I, I mean, I'd known of it, but I had never listened to it. And I'm, I, you know, after listening to it, I'm like, I can understand why I never listened to it. <laughs> Like, <laughs> yeah, it's
0: it's um it's one of those. It's kind of like uh, "Walk This Way" by Aerosmith and Run DMC. Oh no no like, no no no! Like no.
1: like see it, like "Bring the Noise" is actually good. Like I think it's a good song. Like unlike "Walk" that that whole "Walk This Way" thing. I I God, I hate that song so much. Well, like, say like, the, that, like, the Run term- DMC version. In terms of where
0: like rap metal would go, like those, those songs are pretty, yeah, pretty basic. <laughs> pretty well, yeah, Especially but, but like, "Walk This Way." Like yeah. so, it's,
1: it's it's more like I. You know, bring noise is something that like I think is good, but I personally am not a huge fan. But like I can see the merits in it. We walk this way, I'm just like, no. No.
0: <laughs> I, Bad. I, I I like the the um I like the original sample. But like, dun dun dun. But then yeah, like after that yeah. it's I, I've also I have a lot of respect for Run DMC, but just not a lot of admiration or love for what they like <laughs> I, I, just, I, I feel understand.
1: I feel very much the same way. I I just am not a run DMC fan.
0: Yeah, like totally understand why they, you
1: know, were as influential
0: and important as they were, but just yeah, no.
1: Yeah. Oh, I wanna shout out too because like this was actually the first time I ever listened to Bad Religion too. Yeah. Um, there are
0: the they've been on a number of uh a number of um Tony Hawk
1: well, sound effects I mean, over the, the they're, years. They're a total skate punk band. Yeah, like, absolutely. So. Like I mean, I I can just picture that logo being on like, you know, the other end of a skateboard. Yeah, absolutely. So but like really like I'm looking through these and like I still know the third one the best. I mean I think I know almost every single track on on it. Especially like like the Del the Homo Homosapien track, the If You Must. Like I yeah. fucking love that song. It's just wow. like the the entire thing is just about, you know, just some dirty ass fool. And, <laughs> just and, like it just and, doesn't d- Del, Del
0: is such an an underrated MC. So, he is. Yeah.
1: He, he's he's an interesting guy. Uh, it just but just like the whole the whole lyrics of this whole the whole song is just like oh you you gotta you gotta practice good hygiene. Yeah. You know <laughs> if you want to work with my scene. God. Oh, he's so so funny. Yeah, and even the oh my god the AFI track that's probably the only AFI track that i actually like so <laughs> yeah they, they, that was that was kind of a weird i think that one is off of um it's their ep it's howl's eve i think
0: yeah i think um, so um they yeah they kind of have you know traveled through a, a few different types of you know, <laughs> styles and sounds and
1: whatnot over that's the years. putting it lightly um yeah they, they
0: they don't resemble themselves at all yeah, anymore
1: w- w- what was that um what's that one with the with the rabbits on it, like December romance or something like that. Oh, December underground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, cause like I was like, I was listening. I'm like, wait, this is AFI.
0: I know they had, they're one of the biggest jumps and sounds
1: of any band. Um, yeah.
0: that at least I
1: personally listen to. Yeah. they, You know, but there, there were some really interesting tracks on the third one that I actually didn't realize who the artists were like, um, Like the Rollins band, What's the Matter Man? Like I I knew that song because I listened to the soundtrack so many times, but I had no idea that it was the Rollins band. Yeah, because I mean a lot of times
0: this really was just a a soundtrack in the sense that it was, you know, was in the background and it it really, you know, had a good um a good vibe to add to you know what you were doing. But I I didn't really um like some of these songs I heard later or you know, when I had to, I had to look to be like well, you know, what's this what is this one because I really like it um, for me personally I think uh, I think the Tony Hawk's Skater 4 the first Tony Hawk and then oh, it's really hard I, I would say my favorite just because of, of you know out of the, the quality and what they what they did with it um, is American Wasteland which came out later, uh, Mm. because the whole idea with that is it was a, you know, throwback to the L.A. punk scene, and just in general, like, the old punk scene. So they had a lot of contemporary bands cover old punk classics.
1: Oh, that's a cool idea.
0: So, um, like, uh, I think the ones that stuck out to me is uh, Fall Out Boy, Mm. covered Start Today by Gorilla Biscuits. (laughs) Yeah.
1: God, that, that, My, some people must be really pissed about that.
0: My Chemical Romance did Astro Zombies by the Misfits, and honestly, they did a really, really great job. That uh, is weird. Rise Against, yeah. Rise Against did Fix Me by Black Flag. That, that, they did a good job with that one too. That's
1: see, I, I, I like Rise Against. Yeah, you I, I like, too. Yeah, even though I haven't really liked their last couple albums, I think they're a good band. Like the same thing. Well, maybe not the same thing with Fall Out Boy, but like, I think people give Fall Out Boy a lot of shit that's kind of undeserved.
0: Um, like, I, I think unfortunately they have helped that cause. with oh, their yeah, recent releases.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, um, I mean it's it's been pretty much downhill since like, you know, um, Infinity on High, which I which is one of my favorite albums. That's a great, um, great actually. Album. Yeah, but like <sighs> I like people just really really give them chip. and I'm like, they're they're actually a good band. It doesn't mean that they're um in- incredibly intelligent and aware of what they're doing at this moment, <laughs> but yeah. Um, they, I think they're still good musicians, but, uh, you know, I, I actually never played um, American Wasteland or like Project 8 or any of those because I, I only had a PS1 as a kid, so I only played like the first three, and I think maybe the fourth at some point, but basically it's just the first three.
0: Yeah, they, they kind of, um... the soundtrack obviously got you know bigger and bigger with, with yeah. more, you know, the more they could afford to pay the royalties and whatnot. And the more people, like, wanted to have their, or, like, were more okay with having their music in it, because it was a really popular game. Uh, something that was cool, I forget when this feature was added, I think it was probably around the 4th, I think it was uh, on Tony Hawk's Scared Skater 4, maybe after that, you could cycle by genre. So they, they oh, had, like, rock, cool. punk, hip-hop, metal, um, but, and then also you could turn off individual songs, or turn on individual songs, which is pretty cool, um,
1: I would have loved that. I, I would have just turned off, like you know, blitzkrieg bop. <laughs> oh, <laughs> just been done. Yeah. Like I, I really don't like the Ramones. Yeah, man. I feel. I feel like we could do a whole episode
0: about like why we don't like the Ramones.
1: Yeah, but, that's but not like really, with some some other ones. Like, like I mean, these were really like the first kind of hip hop tracks I got into. I'm like, I'm looking at some of these, like, um, I mean, the Dell track, obviously, but um, I think uh, amongst the madness, which I I don't, I don't know if you'd really count that as. Hip hop, but it had like a sort of swing to it that um, that I really liked, you know. And the like, yeah. oh, there's there's just some like like pretty you can you can basically see every like every little track I was into in high school by viewing you know, the, the third Tony Hawk soundtrack. Yeah. <laughs> just for, like, for, you know, like, like fucking zebra head and just like house of pain. Like, you know, that, that was like proto new metal for me. So.
0: Yeah. For, for me, um, I actually, I found, I found out it was, um, it was Aesop rock later, but, uh, labor was on. Oh, uh, nice. Four. and so when I bought labor days and that was the first song, I was like, Oh fuck, I know the song. And then, <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: that's that's a great trend. And then
0: "Express Yourself" by N.W.A., which is one of their better songs. Yes, well, yes, it I, is. Well, I mean, I, I really like N.W.A., but I just really, really like that song. Um,
1: yeah, I, I I think "Straight Outta Compton" is still probably my favorite track of theirs. Either if, "Fuck the Police" is fun, uh, and it's in its own way.
0: That's a hard uh, one to play in mixed company, though. Unfortunately. Oh yeah,
1: no, it it really is. <laughs> but uh, I actually, if I don't, have you ever heard the Rage Against the Machine uh, cover of "Fuck the Police."
0: Oh no! I gotta check that out. Okay, yeah, really it's really, cool.
1: really, really good. Uh, I think they they just did it live, and it's it's really, really cool. Oh, that's uh, awesome. like it it really takes like because it, like with the NWA version has sort of a um almost like a comedic edge to it.
0: Yeah, with like the the, the court skits and whatnot.
1: Yeah, well, and, just, well just like like yeah. even in even sort of like their their phrasing of it, like it it it, it sounded very comedic, but like with Rage right Against the Machine, they're just like totally serious about this yeah and it's just like it just bumps it up to a whole new level um <laughs> fuck yeah I, I love these soundtracks but so we were originally going to um rank these but um i think you know just because i'm i'm such a fucking noob and just didn't play all the games and <laughs> you know i i personally I, I i mean i don't know about you but I, I didn't really want to listen to like eight games worth of of soundtracks yeah, I think that's fair. I think yeah, it's a fair it, limit to and not, and this isn't even mentioning how you know the series has basically gone downhill. You know, basically after like Project Eight. So.
0: Yeah. Um. Uh. Oh, what was it called? The one after that right. was oh okay no there was one in between it was it was after Project Eight. Um. Oh. American Wasteland Two. No, I, I I don't. All right, now I gotta look it up. It's gonna bother me. But it was, um. It was a cool. It was kind of a cool idea. They just tried to do too much. Like they tried to have, like you could do different story arcs. Like you could be a tagger. You could you know make your own. Um, you could make your own like skate set. Like you could, you know, rig up your own. Um, you know skate. Uh, like skatable elements in the game and whatnot. Like you oh, you could cool. you could customize it, um, and then there was. It just they kind of doubled down a little bit too much in the the non because I think that's ultimately what was the downfall of of Tony Hawk is that I think they found a great balance of story probably the best balance of story and skating was Tony Hawk's Underground it was the best balance of actually having like a linear um, you know something that you you cared about and you cared about the characters and you had you wanted to progress but also the skating was cool then after that they just couldn't totally figure it I think American Wasteland was good too. But like Tony Hawk's Underground Two, probably got the most pushback, because you had a lot of really goofy, you know, shit that you had to do.
1: Yeah. Well,
0: I mean, like is, as soon as you make Bam Margera a main character in any game, <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: d- d- doesn't Bam's dad show up in that game?
0: Yeah. Like, like one of the main plot points is you have to like you have to take someone in a porter potty. I think it's Bam's dad, and you have to like throw yeah. them off the pier in Boston or something like that. And like that's 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 like a legit plot point and so you know shit like that and so it just got a little goofy so and then of course what happened after that is when they had to go they said alright well now we're just going to go super into skating and you had to buy like the fucking like you know silly skating like yeah that that kind of that kind of
1: ruined it It, it, and then their license was up so they put out you know Tony Hawk 5 and just everybody just shat on it just took a big whole poop on it (laughs) yeah I you know this is going to be weird but like you know are, are you a fan of like those, um, you know, like like NBA 2K and, like, those types of, like, sports games or... um, I haven't played them a lot. Uh, but yeah. But I, I, I do like them, yeah. But, like, you know how they have, like, that, that, like, in-depth career mode where, like, you make your guy and, like, you're you're even doing, like, draft picks and things like that? Yeah. Like, they, 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 not to make this a whole video game podcast because I think th- this will be my, my final point, but I, I think it would be really cool to have... Uh, like a skating like a Tony Hawk game that was that in-depth that would be like you know you get to choose which like games you go to and like which contest you do and like where you're traveling and where you're from and like in- instead of just saying oh I'm from Boston like you actually start out in Boston like th- that would be so fucking cool
0: that'd be cool yeah I unfo- would, unfortunately I, would, I, would, I, would I think the ships the ship sailed on on the like I think they just kind of buried this because because they really could have gone down that direction and, and kept it. And I think that would have been awesome. But mm. I feel like now the, the the regular formula got a little bit stale, and they couldn't figure out how to. Um...
1: Yeah, I I think part of it. Well, part of the reason Tony Hawk Five was so poorly received was because it was rushed. Because again, like Activision's license for it was up. Yeah. So um, you know, and now I don't know. Like it would be cool to see some other developer take it on like i i so I, I don't know how big into games you are but i would actually really like to see cd project red take um take on tony hawk uh mm-hmm. as as strange as that would be because i i don't know if you've ever uh, you yeah, if you ever played like the witcher or like um know about cd project red at all um, I, i've heard the name i'm not yeah, like, like gaming like game, yeah, every that. game they've made so far has just been like out of the park um, I've heard nothing but like, good things about The Witcher. Yeah. Yeah, and so like I, I I feel like that would be a really cool developer to have to work on that. But I mean, <laughs> like good fucking luck with that. It's it, it's like you, you know how sometimes we'll talk about like dream lineups and music. Like we we'll, we'll, like I always think that like um I don't know like Hacks and Cloak and Weekend would would work really well together. Yes. Uh, but, That'd be awesome. But I mean, like we we both know that that's never gonna happen. <laughs> no. So I'd be sh- I'd be shocked. But 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 then again, I mean, I, I really didn't see Daft Punk and uh, Weekend coming. But at the same time, there is a sort of a history because it wasn't didn't Kanye work with um, Daft Punk?
0: Yeah, his song um, mm-hmm. "Stronger" is basically an uh, uh, interpolation of "Harder, Better, Faster, Stronger" by yeah. by Daft Punk, uh, which yeah. uh, that's actually a pretty cool sample. I mean, unfortunately, he he then raps over it. In his, like <laughs> obnoxious way, like that. That was the album where uh, there was a uh, graduation, which yeah. is my favorite album sonically, and he has some good lines on it. But that's really where he started hardcore with the what you consider the Kanye personality, like mm-hmm. with uh, college dropout and late registration. Those two albums, he talked a little bit more about himself and was just you know a little bit more kind of a normal ish rapper. But then with graduation onward, he just became who he is today for better or worse yeah Maybe I,
1: for worse so before we move on i, I really I, I really want to get this out there because i'm this has been burning me up that like I, i've been trying to listen to old kanye to sort of see you know what people are talking about because like even like needle drop put uh college dropout as his as the best kanye west album and i just i could not get into it i really could not get into it like in like it's supposed to be his best and i'm like i really don't like this and it's just like there it's just like kanye has nothing to offer for me in a way like i and like i'm not saying like that he has nothing to offer anybody it's just that like for me personally i am just not a fan like i just don't like the man's music and this is go- this goes far beyond the whole you know, personality involved and the whole ego involved with it. I, I just don't find his music appealing. So. Well, I I've always I think his production is definitely w- was
0: f- it, it was always a strong suit and that's what I love most about his older albums. I think he has some great tracks on his older uh, like you know through the Wire is a great song. You know, I think gold diggers a great song and it's very clever how he turns that. Unfortunately, he's also just super inconsistent. Um, mm-hmm. like so, some of the songs on, on college dropout are just terrible. Like the, there's the one about the, the workout, like the, like the girls workout routine theme song, which is, is, I forget what it's called, but it's like, it's terrible. Um, so yeah, I, th- I think unfortunately he has always showed that he's a bit inconsistent as a songwriter and
1: yeah, yeah. But, um, so
0: Let's move on. Speaking of things that we think are somewhat overrated, yeah. potentially.
1: So we, we talked about, um, you know, trying to introduce a segment where we go over albums that we didn't really like and are, you know, like, or got like, you know, a whole lot of rating that, you know, like a lot of hype that we didn't really understand and to try to go through it and discuss it a little bit and sort of try to give it a bit of a redemption. Um, do, just because I, I i think you know one of the most important things about exploring music is being able to try things again um I think that that's just you know i mean not only art in general but life but you know just being open to you know trying something that might not have been great the first time around mm-hmm. and uh for us uh we actually came to the agreement like, I I think it was funny that you you thought of it too at the it, same time. That it was I did. funny because
0: as you yeah. suggested, you know, I think we should start out with your queen as a reptile, and like as soon as you 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 introduced this column idea to me, that was literally the first album that came to mind. Yeah, of like exactly. what could we cover? Yeah, yeah,
1: you know. So for those who don't know, which I don't know anybody who would listen to this podcast would not know about this, but like uh, Sons of Kemet are uh, like a jazz. They're a British jazz group who put out this album your queen is a reptile uh pretty early in the year if i remember right um march. like yeah. yeah exactly like back in march and people have just been like busting their nut over it <laughs> you know it, like it um i was actually looking at some of the reviews and like scoring for it it actually it, it topped the wires uh best albums of the year and I, I'm not sure if you know what the wire is, but it's a uh, it's like an avant jazz uh, magazine. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's probably one, probably the most well known, like still going avant jazz magazine, you know. And I think part of that has to do with like it's British is part of the reason I think that's yeah. like got yeah. got so high on it. But like even like Anthony Fantano gave the thing an eight. Um, I, I think I want to say it was trebles jazz albums of the year it topped it you know it's it's just been like making everybody's list and you know when when it came out you know we actually we actually had a little back and forth about it because you would listen to it in full and you were like I don't see the hype and at that time I listened to uh the first track and a bit of the second track and I just found them I just found it to be repetitive and boring so I didn't bother listening to the rest of it which is so like me <laughs> um and so, you know, listening to it again, um I actually sort of feel the same way I did last time. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I basically I, had yeah. my my worst my worst fears confirmed about it, but but I'll get more into you what, what, what um you know, are there any new thoughts for you uh, listening to this thing again? Uh I'll say I did it. I did
0: enjoy it a bit more. I wasn't as negative as I was, but mm, I, I well, agreed. Kind of to your point, every year there is one jazz or jazz adjacent album that you know for some reason the you know the critical sphere you know picks as like the jazz album. You know, a few years ago it was the Epic yeah. um, by Kamasi, and this year it seems to be My Queen Is a Reptile. And I guess just listening to it, I, I can't say I had the same negative reaction to it. I mean, I really, frankly, don't have a lot um, that I, I dis- dislike. There are some things about it I really, really dislike. Um, namely, uh, something that really kept me from getting into it initially was the um, the rapping on the first track. Mm. I think is really, really bad. Like I don't. Well, okay, I just really don't like it. I don't. It's almost like British reggaeton, and it, it's just <laughs> it, it, pull, it pulls it
1: pulls. <laughs> It does have a bit of reggaeton throughout yeah. the album, though.
0: Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. And I just I feel like that was a big hump for me. But overall, mm. I guess I just don't I don't see why it is it's it is the jazz yeah. album. Like, I really don't get it. And and the the things that I did pull from it, I did have some new thoughts on. It. Unfortunately, they're all negative. But um, <laughs> one, the tuba and sax just felt really. I don't know. I don't know if I want to use flat because that's an actual, you know, it could be a technical musical term, but it just it felt really, just kind of bland or just not like a little bit lifeless. It was kind of almost just going. I I was actually thinking
1: the same thing during this when I was listening to it again last night before I went to bed. I'm like, wow. Like, I I, I, so maybe two parts on this. Um, Two thoughts. I think one, the tuba is overused. Way yeah. too much. And because I, I don't think gosh. there's
0: a bassist on here, right? I think that that acts there, there is, as the low end. It's just the
1: tuba. Yeah. yeah, so I think, um,
0: unfortunately, it has to... Well, I don't think it has to, but in the framework of what they're trying to do, they need that low end to balance it out. So, unfortunately, yeah. the tuba... They chose the tuba instead of having a bass, and I think that's kind of a, a big detriment to the album. Yeah,
1: like, I, I I, really don't like the tuba, to begin with, honestly. Um, I, I find it to be like a really gimmicky kind of instrument um, wah, wah. yeah <laughs> <laughs> I mean and gimmicky is gonna be the key word here wait in my thoughts about this album um but you know like the, I think the the tuba is like just like after like the first track like I can deal with the first track like that's fine but like when you hear it again and again and again and there doesn't really feel like there's any uh melodical like Melodic difference going on in like because it's just more like dun 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 dun, dun yeah dun, dun. yeah it's just for like, the entire thing it's like all right come on, um I think that but then yeah you're like the saxophone is just so underutilized like especially you know because I I mean the saving grace of this album is the drumming like yeah that's far. consistent throughout yeah. And even that I found to be a little annoying after all, but I'll get back to that.
0: And and, and I think for me, just why another underlying thing that's related to what you're saying is I feel like I got the same general vibe from every track. Like there were some tracks that were a bit more lighter and a bit more melody kind of thrown in, but for the most part, I got the same kind of rhythmic driving, you know, African inspired vibe, like every single track.
1: And like, 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 so like the beat on like the first track, which I, I'm not even going to name the tracks because they're all like just long, and I, I just don't want to get into it, frankly. Um, I, the first track, like, I thought the beat was really cool, but the thing is, like there wasn't really any change up with it. It just felt like they were doing that for the entire time. And like while it is hypnotic and sort of driving to a point to listen to it for like, you know, because the the first track's like eight minutes long. You know, it, it, it's just like it, it's a lot to deal with, and it's really there. Really, isn't much of a like, there isn't much variety on this record, especially mm-hmm. like you know, especially when it, you would think that having two percussionists play like all these really cool African polyrhythms would be would bring like some serious like uh, variety to this album, but it just doesn't. Like, mm-hmm. it, it just feels like the same track over and over again, and like I. I that's that's the thing that bothers me about this whole album is that it's, you know, it, it does everything fine enough. Like, you know, I, I can I can understand to a point why people like this, because it's like, you know, it's, it's jazz, but it has like a new, sort of new face to it because of the drumming. Yeah. But really, that's it. If, if it weren't for that, it would be the same fucking thing. It would just be the same old jazz thing, you know. And I, so... That That's why I think this album is just really, really gimmicky, because it's just like it relies too much on drummers that don't really make an interesting album. And, you know, I think also part of the reason, you know, it, it's so highly regarded, I think, is because of the whole political edge to it, um which I, I, I don't I don't want to dive too deeply into this because I, I, I feel like, I mean, you frank, know, Frank, frankly, I don't think there's much
0: to, to I think beyond the track names there's not really i I meant
1: i I meant more like my own um predilections yeah and i was just i was i was just adding that
0: on top of that i really don't think there even is a lot to to explore
1: to a lot of people i think there is i was looking at it that like the the title is supposed to refer to the the fact that the british monarchy is like never recognized black immigrants sort of um you know, and so, you know, each sure. track name and, is supposed to be I, like, oh, my queen is this, and, you know, it's always a black woman, you know. And, um, and like, I, I could see where they're coming from, but also
0: just having track names, I don't really think, that doesn't really, I, that's kind of the, the the bare bones of I'm making a statement that you can do.
1: Exactly. It's the, so. the, the, that's what I mean. Like, the, it just, like, I think, I I think we would be disingenuous to say that this, you know, that those political tensions don't drive the music. Like I think they most definitely inspire what's going on here, but that doesn't mean that you can feel and understand what they're trying to say.
0: Yeah, I, I other than you know, frankly, not not, not to be but <laughs> not, not not to take a shot based on this, but like I'm kind of glad that there isn't more rapping because I really I didn't enjoy it. But yeah, you know, but perhaps if there was. And they pulled on those themes. Because from, I didn't dive too deeply in the lyrics on the first track. Again, I didn't really enjoy how they were delivered. But you could tell there was maybe a hint of, you know, at least political commentary in there. Especially, you know, related to, I think there were comments about, you know, Big Ben and whatnot. So, you know, references to the British monarchy. But overall, yeah, this reminded me a lot of, uh, are you familiar with Moon Hooch? Uh, We've talked about
1: them before, I
0: think. They're a sax duo. They do this kind of, rhythmic... Um, you know, it's, it's dual sax. I think they switch between tenor, baritone. They do a lot of really cool rhythmic stuff and and, and tricks and stuff like that. But they just have so much more personality and so much more. Um, they go do a lot more things with their instruments. And yeah. I feel and that's what makes the rhythmic core that they have just with the two saxes and, and the, the drumming. It feels vibrant and alive and like they're performing. This just felt very flat and just very. yeah. Very linear in the kind of the most unappealing sense of the word. It just felt like every track just kind of was going in one direction. Occasionally they would pump the, you know, the tempo up a little bit, but I just really did not get that much from this album. Yeah, I'm glad but, I re-listened to it just so I could kind of confirm how I felt because I, I my initial thoughts were basically, I don't like this, but I didn't really dive too much deeply into it. But I'm, I'm mm-hmm. glad I kind of understand now why I really didn't care for it.
1: Yeah, I I totally, I'm totally with you. Like I, I'm, I'm definitely glad I gave it, you know, a full listen, um, but, you know, I, I pretty much confirmed what I thought from my initial very cursory listen of it way back in March, that this is just bland and repetitive and, you know, just it just feels like it's lacking in passion. You know, and that's always the thing I've loved about jazz was sort of the ability to sort of like scoop up a person's soul and just like smear it around you know on an album like I, th- that's what i found so amazing about jazz and in music in general and like it just felt it felt sort of robotic like just like the saxophones felt robotic and like the the few times that i felt like they actually had passion it they just kept repeating the same line over and over again
0: yeah and, and i felt even when they <sighs> were delivering those type of lines just the general tone was just not not that captivating. Like, yeah, it, just, it didn't it, have the, the, the performance and the way that the saxophone, you know, literally just sounded on the record was just not yeah, I, engaging.
1: Like, it, it, I think, the, I think the reason this album is so popular is because this is an album that could only come out in 2018 in a way. And, and kind of to your point, I
0: feel like people just like, um, like there are any number of great jazz albums that I can admit kind of fit within an established norm in a way, in the sense that like, you know, there's great avant-garde, jazz, or like there's nothing there's not a new spin on it. Like I feel like this gives exactly. people more to write about. It gives people more to, to discuss and a to point to and it just it sticks out more.
1: I, I, um, I think part, yeah, exactly. I think part of the reason I, I think the reason so by is is a mixture of, you know, one, you know, I think the sociopolitical um sort of bend on this album. You know, it, not, not to say that it's really um, well thought out, you know, within the album itself, but that it's it's still there. You know, it's for people, you know, to get either mad or to be, de- you know, to, to debate about yeah, that type of thing. I, I think that's one. But I think, two, um, it's, you know, it's a jazz album that does one thing different and people are just all over it because of that one thing. Uh, and as, that that that's the drumming you know like it, it's it's just like um it, it's it's sort of like when you have that band that like you know combines like two genres that are like already well known but they've just never been combined like it before like like what well, I think it was asteroid right that,
0: uh-huh. the, their, their dream thrash yeah yeah
1: which I'm like like I, I never really listened to it, but I'm like that sounds kind of gimmicky to me honestly um uh, like, it's yeah. Got to be but, honest, it
0: kind of is. Yeah. So like, um,
1: it's it's things like that. Like it's, it just feels like that. You know, people are like, oh, you know, like I, it's the combined political tensions with, oh, they're doing something different. You know, and I think all that sort of metastasizes like cancer in a way, and yeah, it's like, oh yeah, yeah the, the, this thing is deserving of every fucking award there is, which I. But I I really, I don't want to be too negative about this because I, you know, listening to it in full, I I don't think this is bad. Like, I really don't think it's bad. I I just don't think it's nearly as good or as inventive or as groundbreaking as people are making it out to be.
0: For sure, yeah. And I'm glad I re-listened because, you know, at the end of the day, just to end on a positive note, this definitely, I I didn't dislike this nearly as much as I did on my first listen. But I, I think, unfortunately, on the other end, um, I did kind of hone in on the exact reasons why I, I'm not more. I'm not more above. You know, this is like if someone put this on, this is fine. Yeah,
1: you know, I wouldn't exactly. mind this
0: in the background or whatever. But I really don't. I can't say I care for this
1: in anything more than that. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm with you. I'm with you there. And I think you know, th- I th- this is gonna be my last point here. That you know, the the thing that really bugs me about the whole rollout with this album is that people are sort of calling it this big, huge new groundbreaking sound, you know, and, and because it, it sort of brings up the uh, accusation, like, in I feel like this has been silently accused, sort of, that jazz has been, like, dead. And the thing, like, and, mm. and I'll say this over and over again, no genre dies. No genre truly dies. It just moves in or out of the mainstream. You know, and, and like, there are, you know, hundreds of albums that came out in, like, in, like the last three years, that I almost guarantee are more groundbreaking and innovative than sons of Mm commit, you know? So it's just like, it's, it's not, it's more like, Oh, like, like this happens to get a little more notoriety because it's on impulse and, you know, because I'm sure that helps. Yeah. And sort of because again, because of the tensions, the social political tensions that are going on now, you know, it's, it's just like, there are there are way better albums out there that I think music uh, publications could be focusing on, but you know they, they just don't. So you know, but, but again, it's not like this thing is um, you know just it, it, this thing isn't horrible. Mm-hmm. It's it's not like um, it's not like smooth jazz. It's not it's not horrible to listen to. Mm-hmm. It's just like. Um, it's really, really overrated. So yeah, I agree. I, yeah, and I, I mean, I'm, I don't like using that word too much because I think we tend to, you know, use that word a lot. But I think this is this is a very, very um, apt uh, place for it. So yeah, that is it. And um, yeah, so we're gonna move on and uh, talk about our last little thing. Of today, which is uh, you know, albums that are supposed to come out in twenty nineteen that we are excited for, and uh, I thought that we could sort of start by doing uh, sort of stuff that's already you know already has a scheduled release date, mm-hmm. and then move to stuff that has been announced, but you know, sort of the date has been you know to be determined, and then go into more speculative uh, places. So, are you cool with that? That works for me. All right, so the first one that I have is uh, January fourth. Rosetta has a little EP coming out called Sh- uh, "Sower of Wind," and uh, I, you know, you know me, I'm a huge Rosetta fan. I've bought, mm-hmm. yeah. I own every single thing that they've ever put out. Um, so I, I'm really interested to see what this is going to be like. Um, usually, a lot of their albums, like a lot of these little EPs, are related to the album that preceded it, and um, so I, I sort of want to see how this fits into their last album, um, you know. So it, it, it'll be cool. Uh, what do you have? Um, I I don't know if this is
0: I don't know how this will go, but I I feel like we got some feedback. Um, when we published Death's Door, our your interview this year, yeah, you know, like, where's the mellow death? And I just melodic death metal really has not been something I followed that. Closely, and, and I want to kind of rectify that because it's something I like, but just not as much as other subgenres, so I don't put as much mm. effort into it. Um, but Soil Work has a new album called, uh, and I f- apologize in advance, Verkligaten, um, It's coming out on the 11th? Yeah, January 11th. And the initial tracks sounded really cool. I mean, I really do like the the catchiness of of um, mellow death and, and whatnot, but just a lot of times when I think of death metal, I, I like the heavier stuff. So I kind of want to yeah. give that a try because work is one of the more well-known modern mellow death bands. Um, so you know, excited from what I'm hearing, and hopefully end up liking the whole thing.
1: Yeah, I, I would also say you know if people are looking for new mellow death to check out, uh, the new Kalma is really good. Um, I highly recommend. It. It's called a uh, Palo, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that's familiar. I, I, Yeah, I I thought that that was a pretty good album. And, you know, that comes thanks to Andrew Hatch, who's a huge Kama fan. Yeah. So um, I think January 15th for me, I have uh, Barshasketh's self-titled album. Uh, Oh, yeah. Yeah. So fucking psyched for, man. Like, I've been waiting for this album since 2015. And I I am just, like, over the hills for it. Like, I Mm -hmm. cannot wait. Uh, For those who don't know, Barshasketh is a – they're, like, a Scottish slash New Zealand – uh, black metal band and uh, you know i i don't think they do anything you know groundbreaking new but th- what they do do is like doo do, <laughs> oh, <my laughs> is, is is very um you know it, they, they're really good at songcraft. you know they, they they're able to write a really interesting riff you know and it's, it's just it's just very very solid black metal and it's it's really it's it's the album that really got me into black metal uh, because it had sort of this accessibility to it that I'd never really seen before or never really heard. Um, and it, like This album was called what was it? Ophidian Henosis. It came out in yeah 2015. Um, but this new self-titled thing, I still haven't heard any tracks from it, even though I think there's one on No Clean Singing, uh, Possibly. Uh, but it's, you know, it's due to come out in the next couple weeks. I, I, there's still no info from what I found about, um, like any pre-orders or anything like that. Uh, but I'm hoping that will change in a few days because I really want to pre-order this thing. Um, oh, you know, I, I, I'm just going to skip forward just a little bit because, uh, we, I think we both have the same one coming up, uh, after this is ASAP rock and tobacco. Yes. Uh, doing Malibu Ken, which they, did you listen to the new single that came out from that? Oh um, no, I didn't see that drop. Yeah, it's called uh, Corn Maze, I think, and it, it's 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 a weird video too, but not not nearly as disgusting. Um, but it, it's a really really cool uh, single. Like it, it was exactly what I thought this would sound like, and you know, sort of what I, what I hoped this would sound like because you know it has like this really experimental edge to it, but then Aesop kind of brings it all home like he sort of ties the proverbial knot of this collaboration really well so i i'm i'm pretty psyched to talk about this thing when it comes out in a couple weeks that's awesome
0: yeah i'm I'm looking
1: for i'm gonna have to pop that on
0: yeah at some point today
1: it's totally worth it um you have anything else coming um let me just
0: scroll down because yeah that was the next one i was going to talk about uh, new Deer Hunter, Why Hasn't Everything Already Disappeared. Uh, I've heard good things about them. I, I like the initial track. Um, I, just kind of kind of like a well-known indie rock band. That yeah, I, I okay, Okay. It.
1: but we're talking about Deer Hunter, not THE Deer Hunter. No, yeah, just
0: de- so. Deer Hunter, or not, um, yeah. Yeah, not THE DEER, which is kind of confusing. <laughs> it's, it's,
1: it's confusing, yes. Um, and
0: that is coming out on the 18th as well, along with Aesop Rock. Um, do you have any more? I have a few more. I don't know if you...
1: I, I don't have anything until February
0: 8th. Okay, so for me in January, uh, Alterage, the approaching roar—they're uh, a great black and death metal band uh, coming on, you know, January twenty-fifth. I-, I liked their debut more than their sophomore album, but I still really like what they do. It's very you know suffocating, heavy. Um, you know, some really fast tracks in their in their catalog. Not so much on their sophomore album, but I'm looking forward to seeing if they get back to a little bit more of a brutal sound going forward. Mm. I'm definitely looking forward to that. Um, let me just see if there's anything else because I did pull up um, a usual site I use to find music. I think that's mostly it. Uh, I think there probably will be maybe some surprise releases along the way that aren't announced, but I guess that's it. um oh.
1: all right. For well, the most part. I have, uh, for February 8th, I have three albums that are coming out. Um, first one is Health. Uh, Um, it's called volume four slaves of fear i've never really listened to a whole lot of this band but they're like noise rock kind of aggressive crusty noise rock um you know i they're they're one of those groups like i always sort of keep track of them but i never really find myself incredibly interested in everything they do uh but i you know i want to give this thing a shot just because um along with that, New album, "Girl yes. with a Basket of Fruit," which I'm so friggin' psyched for. I think that, that 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 could be an album of the year right there. Um, along with, uh, Cozy Fanny Tootie has a album. Uh, so she's she was uh, part of Throbbing Gristle back in the day, um, and she's a really interesting person, just sort of weird experimental musician. So she has an album called Tootie coming out. Um, that I'm, you know, I, I don't really know what to expect from it, and I I think that's sort of the fun, in the like this round, just just because you know there, there's no um there's no telling what will show up because I mean th- th- this is a woman who like you know will put out like you know j- you know like tw- twenty jazz funk greats you know and then at the same time uh you know do a whole porno spread like yeah. and, and <laughs> I, I, I'm not even joking like you can they, like she she she's done. She's been in pornographic movies and stuff like that. Like she's just like, like super. Like she she's just cool because she she just like doesn't give a shit. Yeah. In a way, and like I I, I just respect the hell out of that. Um, that's all I have until the fifteenth.
0: Uh, on but, the I definitely want to echo. Shushu. you know super stoked for that. Um, yeah. Surprising to me is on the eighth. I'm excited for new panda bear Buoys. Um animal collective has been a very odd act for me because i love 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 meriwether post pavilion and then virtually everything else they've done has ranged from this is pretty good to wow i don't like this at all and the lead track dolphin off this album from panda bear is actually really 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 good like i'm a huge fan of this song so i'm hoping that because I love the idea of Animal Collective and obviously what they were able to execute at Meriwether Post Pavilion, but I feel like a lot of times they get a little bit too lost in their experimentation with psychedelia and just some of the kind of odd things they try out, and it just doesn't
1: work yeah. out. Just do, doesn't. You, do you remember what back when this podcast was called um, "This Music Sucks"? That we I, I think was it then that we talked about um, Strawberry Jam. Yeah, and you were not. You were not. Oh having my it. god, I hated that album so much. <laughs> yeah, I, I I like it more than you do, but not not a whole lot more. Yeah, uh, I really should give that album another try because like, like Animal Collective is one of those one of those groups that like I respect, but I'm just I've just never like listened to an album that's like really really got me. Mm-hmm. Um, even Merriweather, um, yeah. Uh, February 15th, Ladytron has their self-titled album coming out, which I'm not too familiar with the band. I know that they are like sort of like an electronic rock group. They did a little bit of remix work on, uh, one of nine inch nails remix albums. I, I think it was the year zero remix album, if I remember correctly. Uh, so I've always sort of kept them on the map. Um, you know, just to see what, a, what it's going to be like. Um, if you don't mind, I'm just going to go forward just a couple more weeks. Sure. Yeah, um, Nate Woolley, the trumpeter, has an album called Columbia Icefield that I, you know, I, I think this is going to be a really cool album to listen to because it has some really really big names on it. Like I, I think Mary Halverson is on this album, you know, and I'm just um, I know of Nate Woolley a little bit. Uh, he was on Ken Vandermark's Stone One project. You know uh he's he's a pretty well-known uh like imp, you know, like improvising trumpeter um so you know I, i'm i'm excited to see what this album is going to be like whether it's going to be you know more on the compositional side or more on the imp, improvisation side or maybe somewhere in between um so I, I think that'll be really cool uh that same week february 22nd uh candle has a new album called door to doom which i yeah, I'm I'm pretty psyched for um because I, if people don't already know the original singer from Candlemass who was on their very first album Epic Doomicus Metallus, I think. Um he's actually back in the band and this album is like his first return to the band. Oh, that's cool. Since then? Yeah. Um and people really like his voice. I I think it's good. I prefer um the guy who came right after him um Matthias I forgot what his name is absolutely he has yeah. an amazing voice and I really wish I, he was on this album but you know still I, I can't I love Candlemass like I I think they're a really cool Doom band. Um so I, I'm psyched to listen to this thing in either case. Um you have anything for February? Because I have I have March and April now
0: after this. Last thing for February for me and I think they mentioned this on Facebook. I forget when it's coming up. but New Sayor, Forgotten Paths. They're oh. a great, great atmospheric black metal band. Um, yeah, from Scotland, who uses a lot of Scottish folk music influences in in, in their music. Um, so really excited for for that. You know, really, you know, looking yeah. forward to, to seeing what they have to offer.
1: Yeah, so, uh, I should definitely. I need to write that down because, like, I I definitely enjoyed the last Sayor album a lot. Uh, yeah,
0: I, I, I wish I remembered because I think they they posted something saying, you know. You know, the, the album cover, and then, you know, come, blah, 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 coming out. More, more news to follow, but I forget and when that was.
1: They always have the most insane album covers, too. Very, very gorgeous, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think March 1st. This is one I'm not entirely sure about, like, whether it's an EP or a full-length, but Gang of Four, the post legendary <laughs> post-punk band Gang of oh, Four, cool. have a have an album. I, I don't really know if it's an album or an EP, but it's called Happy Now. And... Um, yeah, I, I think this would be I, I you know, I've only listened to entertainment like once or twice. So I'm not too well versed on Gang of Four, but um I know that they reactivated earlier last year. Uh they, I think they put out an EP last year if I remember correctly. Um I you know, th- they've always been very politically motivated, so um you know, I you know, <laughs> what better time than now to be yeah, exactly. pissed off. You know, <laughs> um, basically. So I, you know, this could be really good. It could just be another comeback that didn't need to need didn't need to happen. But um, in either case, I want to try to give it a shot. Uh, along with the new Matmos album, yes, Plastic absolutely. anniversary. Yeah, I, I actually I think probably out of all of these, except for probably Rose, pro- probably Barshasketh. And Shoo Shoo, this is probably my most anticipated album of the year so far. Uh, plastic Anniversary. Um, it's basically an album created using only sampled sounds of plastic, of different types of plastic, and it's also marking the uh, the duo's uh, anniversary as a couple. Um, which I, I would also say, if if you don't know that much about Matmos, check them out. They're hilarious. They're yeah, awesome dudes. They're a really fun um, band. Yeah, they. Um, I. I don't know if you've ever seen this, but uh, they. They did a little documentary on them, or uh, Earthshaker devices did a docu- little. Uh, like it was just more about like what their recording studio is like, and uh, they were just so funny <laughs> in in this in this like in in this little mini doc thing. It was it was so enjoyable and, like. They're they're just very passionate about what they do, Mm -hmm. as well, and uh, just some of the things that they because this is before they even announced Plastic Anniversary. They were talking about some of the things that they were using to record this new album. So I guess they actually got silicone breast forms, (laughs) like 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 art like ones that that you would you would you would insert for breast implant surgery, basically really yeah and they they were saying that they actually got sounds out of this thing which i'm like that is cool that is cool as hell um yeah that's all i have for for march but god damn i'm psyched for plastic anniversary so
0: the last one i have for march is the new La Dispute album i was oh, yeah. actually listening to them again recently and i uh, obviously they've changed a bit over the years the new track they released is is very interesting and i don't really know to, i think they've kind of explored some different things that i'm hoping ends up into an interesting release because i remember um i think it was rooms in the house there the most recent album i heard from them i thought was just kind of okay not not really on the same level their earlier stuff of you know wildlife and and by the the ocean of blah blah blah," whatever that album title is mm. so really hoping that that really hoping that that turns out to be good because they were one of those bands that they were like one of the first uh bands that made me think hey maybe i don't need to listen to just deathcore metalcore all the time like Mm -hmm. in high school because one of my friends let me borrow their debut and i was like this is one of the weirdest things i've heard and of course that's not really the case anymore but oh yeah at the time i was like it was like you know spoken word screamo stuff that was just kind of yeah Mm -hmm. It was really interesting. So hoping and hoping that it ends up being good. Yeah.
1: Anything else for March?
0: That's kind of most of what I have in general for um, stuff that's been announced. There are definitely some stuff that, um, after you're you're done talking about April, that I am anticipating will come out. Yeah.
1: I I only have one thing for April, and I just actually heard about this, I don't know, two days ago maybe. Uh, Oranzi Pazuzu and Dark Buddha Rising are putting out a collaboration Oh, called cool. uh yeah called synthiosis which i actually really have only listened to a renzi pazuzu through like their new their latest album which is really cool i really um, really like
0: them yeah what they yeah
1: do. uh which i so i'm not sure what this what this album is going to be under because they mentioned that it, it like could be under the name waste of space orchestra <laughs> which is it's kind of funny um but in either case I, I think this would be something to look you know, into because I think you know, like Dark Buddha Rising does what, like they, they do, like Funeral Doom, if I remember right. I think so, yeah. Yeah, and so like I don't know, it, it would just—I really want to hear what these guys can do together. Um, so I think that'll be fun when it comes up, but yeah. So now we're on just speculation, I guess, or you know, th- things that uh, have been announced but haven't, like the details haven't surfaced yet yeah
0: i'll just fire through my list yeah um, okay
1: that, that sounds so- good.
0: so uh new blood incantation uh hidden history of a human race it's coming out i guess late 2019 they had a little blurb uh decibel magazine does a you know an annual what's coming out next year type didn't, thing
1: didn't they just put out a new album they haven't put out, I think they put out an EP a few years ago. They haven't put out an album in a while, actually. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm getting them confused with a different, oh, isn't there a band called just Incantation? Um. Yes.
0: So Incantation is a, is like a, a, a legendary. um
1: Death metal band. Death
0: metal band and Blood Incantation is a, a newer one. Uh, they, yeah. They've just debuted.
1: Yeah. Okay. The, the, I, I think because Incantation put out a new album. Yes, I mean, they've yeah. been
0: around. since. They're one of the you know preeminent death metal bands from you know. The,
1: that, that's what I thought. All right.
0: Yeah. Um, new Dreadnought, they're a cool kind of progressive doom metal band. Um, I was able to see them live a few months ago. Uh, you know, really, really, have gotten more into their sound, and they are signed to Profound Lore. So that you know, they just, hmm. just signed a deal, which is great. You know, more exposure for them. Um, I think they deserve it. They're, they're friends of the blog. You know, really, really. Love what they do with the genre. Um, I don't know if if I am anticipating this, but at the very least it's on my radar. Uh, new Earth. Oh. Um I really, really didn't and still don't like their new album. The, the, um, the Collaboration with The Bug. No, They no, I love that one, that the but the the discography new you Primitive know, main discography Earth album, um, Primitive and Deadly, where they had vocals, and in general, it just sounded like a boring sluggish stoner metal track and they had i forget what there was one vocalist she basically she was like a female um stoner doom vo- like very very generic theme. they had some some like b-grade grunge vocalist huh. on one of the tracks and it just was not like it just it completely I, you know I'm, I'm not even gonna be fair or I'm, I'm not even gonna like try to be nice like Yes, it's not my thing, but also I just don't think they pull it off very well. Like, I just yeah. felt very, very bland and generic, and that's just not what I like about Earth. But so, nonetheless, they are recording, and I'm okay. interested to see what they do.
1: I was, I was just going to ask, like, what, whether, you know, there had been any announcement yet. But, they, they've, okay.
0: they've hinted several times throughout this year that they are indeed writing and recording and that it's, it's coming, because Primitive and Deadly came out, I think, at least, like, three, four years ago at this point. I think yeah. by 2019, 2019, it'll be, like, four years ago um mm-hmm. and I guess finally um they released a great demo this year uh, superstition the great great you know gruesome death metal band they released a, a short demo tape this year that was really good and, and looking forward to the full length that's coming out next year
1: that, that that's all you have for for speculation with dates or that's it actually
0: that, that that's that's really that's it there's no uh I don't have any dates attached to those but those are the main ones that um I would say of that group I'm really really' I would say intro- I'm very interested in what Earth's going to do because yeah. I feel like Dylan Carlson's kind of been doing his own thing because that Earth and Bug collaboration was really just Dylan Carlson. Um, but, you know, Earth and the Bugs kind of sounds more, sounds better, I guess. Mm. Or at least sounds more, you know, it's going to draw, draw more attention. So I'm really hoping that they go back because they really had been on a great trajectory. As you could tell, I'm a big Earth fan. But yeah. They've been going on like a good trajectory with. Um, you know, trying different things, but staying within their own style. And I feel like they kind of lost their way and hopefully they regain it or do something that's different, but also good.
1: Yeah. Um, so on my end of things, I have yeah, for stuff that's been announced or at least, you know, we, we know that it's upcoming, mm-hmm. but hasn't had a date yet. Um, anti-masks saddle on the atomic bomb. You know, I, I've been talking about this thing for, it feels like years now. Uh, but i i would like to hear this thing it's you know um sort of post mars volta project with um both uh you know cedric and uh omar doing this thing it's 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 sort of like stripped back at the drive-in in a way um yeah i think that might be cool um Danny Brown is supposed to put out. Yes, something. he is, isn't he? Yeah, uh, and with some sort of mystery producer. We we have talked. We've wondered about who this mystery producer could be. I'm really hoping it's someone like Low. Um, I but would Mad
0: Madlib. I think that'd be phenomenal.
1: Madlib would be cool too. I mean, be, really, because I, any producer would be cool. Because he Sorry.
0: was on. Um, so Freddie Gibbs and Madlib did a project called Pinata a few years ago. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And Danny Brown was on a saw so- a song called um, Herald's. And the way Danny Brown wrote that, somewhat traditional, but obviously Mad Lib is his own twist. The way he was on that, you know, typically, you know, Danny Brown does, like, weird production. Yeah. Danny sounded really, really good on that type of production. So mm-hmm. I'd be really interested to see if he tries to do, like, almost a rootsy hip-hop album. Or, alternatively, if Mad Lib tries to do some weird production, that would be amazing. Yeah, um, I,
1: either case, I mean, I, I'm really hoping for this thing. Yeah, whoever, he, whoever he
0: picks, I think it's going gonna, it's gonna to come out really cool. I actually forgot
1: that he was. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think on top of that, um, Zach De La Roca supposedly has yes, a solo album true. coming out. Um, but again, no date. Um, I, I don't know what it'll sound like. You know, I, I, I want to listen because I'm just a huge Rage Against the Machine fan. And I um, loved his
0: feature on Run the Jewels.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, and I. So I. You know, I really want to give it a listen, but I don't really know how good it might be. Because it, this thing has been, like, years and years in the making. So, you know, it could end up being, like, a Chinese democracy type of thing. Which, yeah. speaking of Chinese democracy, Guns N' Roses are also rumored to have been in the studio. Um, is it an
0: original lineup?
1: Yeah, original lineup, too. So uh, We will I, see about that. Yeah, I know. I, I'm still not... Totally sold, but you know the thing is, like Guns N' Roses already has like three great albums out, so I I'm not exactly you know gonna be like oh this is so bad blah 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 because I'm like I, I can just turn on like you know Appetite for Destruction so yeah <laughs> um Flying Lotus is supposed to come out with something uh he's been supposed to come out with something for a couple of years now yeah uh, but he had his movie I think not last year but the year before. And uh, I think that that took up a lot of his time, and I have no idea what he's been doing lately. Um, though I, I, Brainfear did put out this whole compilation to celebrate like their anniversary, like it was like their twentieth anniversary or something. Um, so maybe Flylo's got something in the way because I, I he did I, he has talked about the next studio album, so uh, and I'm sort of seeing what's up with that. At that same juncture uh captain murphy i don't know what he might do there too because um that's been it's been like five years now since captain murphy came out with uh duality it'd be cool to hear that um as we're still going hip-hop so as always jizza uh has yet to release his album dark matter yeah for like you know i i feel like the third year in a row (laughs) it feels like at this point um so, who the fuck knows if, yeah, if knows. the album even exists at this point. Um, let's see. Uh, Protest the Hero. I, I I heard that they were going to be recording, or they were already in the studio, but um, Rody Walker, uh, he actually just had to drop out of the tour recently because of his yeah. vocal. He had problems with his vocals. So, I don't know whether that'll be this year or possibly next year. Um, but... I, I I think it's due soon because it's been a while since uh, their last full length volition and in between they did that Pacific Myth, EP sort of thing uh, and it's been a while even since that so um we we'll, we'll see um Romstein is due for a new album oh yeah I think I saw year. that yeah yeah which is like how did it take this long like it's it's been it's been eight years now since their last album I think. Yeah, I don't. I don't uh, really know what was up with that. Yeah, I know it's really weird. Um, and, and I'm not. I, I I feel like they. I I don't know if this album is going to be like, you know, prime Bromstein Uh, but I, I've always found them to be a really fun band, so I mm-hmm. really just want to like listen to it. Um. I don't know whether we should count this as real or not because we've t- it's been talked about way too much. But new Tool album, maybe, yeah, 2019, yeah. maybe. Yeah. <laughs> who, who the we'll fuck knows? Believe it um, when we see it. Yeah. So uh, l- let's just move on to pure speculation. <laughs> so stuff stuff we're hoping for, but who the hell knows at this point? Um, I have, well, Atheist is supposedly doing something from what I've heard. Interesting. Um, I like as, Jupiter. Yeah, I I've really never listened to like w- w- what's another one of their album. I, I think maybe I just listened to Jupiter, but um,
0: uh, I think it's un- unquestionable presence oh, or on un- yeah, something th- presence. That's what a it big is. One. That, yeah,
1: yeah, that that one's good. You know, um, along that same line, Cynic is supposedly doing something too. That's cool. Um, doom Starks, but like you know, really anything but Doom. Who knows. Yeah. Anymore. more, uh, but I would really like to see a Doomstark album. I think that that'd be a really cool album. Um, Goat Sam, they're a um, sort of like a weird folk metal band with more emphasis on the folk than anything. It's it, it, it sort of sounds like like basically like if you took like a Nordic ritual and put like recorded it, you'd have Goat Psalm. That's basically what it sounds like. Um, it's really cool though. So I, I'd really like to see if, you know, they're still around doing stuff. Um, HML um, they came out with an EP at the tail end of this year. Um, and I'm just, I, I had this, I have this feeling that they might be doing a full length mm-hmm. at some point. And they're a really interesting, weird post-punk band that I think deserves a lot more attention than like some of the other post punk bands out there like um uh I think Idols, if if I remember right. Uh, I, I think yeah, it's uh Idols, the band Idols. Yeah which I've never I'm not really a big fan of. Um My Dying Bride. Possibly. Okay. Uh My Bloody Valentine. They uh Kevin Shields, is that is that his name? Right? Yes. Kevin Shields, yeah. He um he said that there was supposed to be one coming out either this year or next year. Um, so I'm not, I wonder where that is. Uh, Niall is supposedly in the studio, or they, they might have just wrapped up studio sessions for their next album. Um, Quasimodo, uh, Mad Lib's side project, um, you know, is supposedly working, uh, he's supposedly working on something there. Uh, Wolfhammer. Uh, there's sort of a band that I've always sort of just kept a cursory interest on. Mm -hmm. Might be something new there. Young and in the way, same thing. Um, you know, in terms of pure speculation though, I, I say it every year. I really hope there's a new hacks and cloak album. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and I will also say, I, I hope that there's not a new Kamasi Washington album this year. (laughs) Just, I like I, I just I, I I need a break. Um, frankly, <laughs> because I I think he does too. Uh, really, he's, he's 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 been um he's been hitting the gas a lot. So yeah, for sure. Um, anything you have for pure speculation? Um,
0: no, not really. Only because there's just a huge long list of albums I could think of that I would like to do. Um, project from uh, I guess new.
1: Oh, <sighs> New Sun! There we go. New Sun would be good. Um, yeah, they, they're due for something. So yeah, um, I
0: guess the only band, the only thing I could say is I really hope Father John Misty takes a break.
1: Um,
0: <laughs> only because I I thought his last album that came out this year was good, but it just it's not my favorite thing of his, and I feel like. Um, I would like him to spend more time making something on the scale of a pure comedy or I love you honey bear mm. rather than, because this one was a bit more stripped back and simple and it was still really well done, but I, I kind of would like to see him, um, take some time to make, cause I think pure comedy was, it was, was fantastic, but it, it took a lot of time to write and, and kind of map out. Um, mm. so I guess that that's the only thing I think on the top of my head is I really, I mean, I don't think he will. Um, but I hope, I hope, um, I hope he does kind of take a take a breather for a year.
1: Yeah, um, I I get you. I think you know, uh, I don't know what John Zorn's going to put out this year, um, but I I have seen if you look at Zadig's upcoming releases, um, I guess they're putting out the book Baraya, like disc by disc, which is frankly really annoying to me because <laughs> it's like like I, I I feel like the people who are cognizant of the book Baraya already own it in a way, mm-hmm. yeah. So it just it just feels like it's it's just like wasting time. Uh, d- to be fair, he puts out a lot of work every year, so yeah. You know, I, I I don't want to discount that, but I I'd really like to see him do something different, if that means anything, because like I, it feels like more and more he's he. There are a couple like like little points of like you know melody that he really leans on like heavily uh, that like listening to his later albums like I I just keep hearing over and over again and just it, it almost borders on laziness in a way huh. um you know and I again I, I don't want to be a dick about this because I mean I I, I freaking love John Zoran I think he's an amazing musician an amazing composer uh I, I just like to see him you know really put out something that nobody expected. Um, yeah so maybe we'll see uh yeah you you have nothing else in terms of um, that's
0: that's it yeah i'm i'm looking forward to going to the year and seeing what comes out but yeah um Yeah. yeah
1: yeah okay well that is it guys thanks for listening and uh you know subscribe if you're interested, or tell friends or whatever, uh, you know, because we need that attention because it's the only thing that keeps us alive anymore. Um. <laughs> but until next week, uh, we'll see you. All right. Take care. Bye. Bye.